0: Attention Pokemon players, you are listening to Triple P, the Pittsburgh Pokemon Podcast. On today's episode, Jake gets punished, Chuck wins, and we're on to the Sweet Sixteen. Chuck, my friend, how are we doing today?
1: Sweet Sixteen. I'm trying to think, there's a song, you just like triggered a song in my head. Because you said sweet sixteen. Well, like- I mean it is
0: well, I was thinking more of March Madness, you know, the it's that's that whole basketball March Madness tournament starting um yes, you know, either starting or right about to start. Um and then, you know, sports car junction. Uh we, we made it onto the, the sweet sixteen, uh, you know, top sixteen, which is uh improvement from last season. So um pretty happy about that. But um, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um I'm still more interested in how you're doing. You said you you won a tournament uh, at your Locals. Um, What were you running? How was that?
1: Uh, Well, I've been uh, continuously uh, playing and tweaking my uh, Lost Box variant deck that I've been playing. Uh, I did another one-card change going into this week uh, and uh, managed to take first place this time. Let's go. So... Uh, I, I was pretty happy pretty happy about that
0: so pretty pumped uh, final I mean Lost Box is just so good because it's so versatile you can play almost any kind of card combinations um, and still see some success um, so I mean yeah it, it definitely it gives you a lot of options and when you have options you can uh, take advantage of you know the board state or the situations you're in yeah
1: oh definitely uh, it's just been uh, the, the the build I've been Practicing, yeah. wanting to take the Fort Wayne. Uh, I haven't topped anything, so it was nice to to finally finish tournament in first place. But I've been very confident with it, so right. Um, it was just an, a nice win on the weekend or the this weekend. Um, and then yeah, that was pretty much it. Um, been been practicing that also online, so really going uh, gung ho on it for. Uh what I have three more weeks until Fort Wayne gets here and it's hopefully it's, uh lost box still the right call when
0: that week comes. So it it, it goes in waves. So um yeah, you know, going into uh what was it, the um Knoxville, uh, you know, I felt good two weekends beforehand because it, it had a really bad showing and then Azul wins it the week before and I'm like, oh, well it might not be it still overall felt like it was a good decision there. Um but, yeah, I mean, it's just a matter of how much success that has, like, the week before and how much people want to tech against it, uh, in, yeah. you know, the field. It doesn't mean that you're never going to hit uh, a bad matchup or just have a lot of good matchups, even if it's a bad call, to, um, you know, statistically, I guess. Yeah. yeah. It's we'll all see. about what you feel is um, your projected meta and if that is correct. So, we'll see. Um. I know you've been putting a lot of work into it, and uh, I I am happy that you took a dub, um, you know, in preparation going in into uh, Fort Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, anything yeah. else up with you this week? No, that's uh, that's
1: it. Um, the rest of it is is mundane, mundane stuff. I know. hear you there. Uh, <laughs> I work. hear you there, hundred percent. <laughs> i work, wish i had
0: go to the doctors we clean the house all that kind of fun stuff right i wish i had as much mundane as you um it's been a, a very busy week since last week um <laughs> uh you know we had the team challenge like i said we did well there um, i got punished i did play my four of beauties uh we can talk about that in a little bit um on top of that um went and got my follow-up dental work um so i got more drills and more novocaine and more more pain and more this that and everything um and then after i came home i think it was yeah it was thursday going into my weekend after i came home from our locals um at heroes inc um came home down to my basement area to put my stuff away uh, and then go and, and say uh you know hi to the family um where i put that is like next to my utility closet or like makeshift closet i made um and one of my water um uh, lines was leaking water and it was just like a constant stream just like going onto to our wall i had like some um backup like uh wood for you know our wood floors if i ever needed to do patchwork it was just like it completely destroyed that uh so i had to shut the water off and go to bed and the next morning uh go to like home depot and and, and get all the stuff i needed to fix that um so i had to deal with water leaks and then get a, a root canal <laughs> later on <laughs> and then still recover to go into team challenge uh so it was, it was a heck of a weekend not in, and that doesn't even count my son playing hockey and he's in um um the like round robin tournament here um as well and you know he's he's really up in his game too so it was uh nice to see that so just been a busy crazy hectic week uh a little bit of pokemon a little bit of life a little bit of this that and everything uh but you know i'm here um ready to talk and hang out with uh you and everybody else yeah
1: well congrats on moving to the top 16 so uh, we'll talk elite eight next week
0: hopefully hopefully so. hopefully that is the plan I mean uh obviously there's still lots of work to do um this next round is right you know this you know is where the prize support really starts to ramp up uh there was really nothing between rounds which is cool um I'm still we were just still super happy to to get to top 16 get them um, 10 code cards get them 10 code <laughs> cards yeah it's like every week it's almost like 20 though because like you win you get that week's plus the week after uh no matter what so it does help. Uh you know, every little bit helps for sure. Um, but I guess we can kind of go into that. I know uh, I think hey, by the by this time, this this many weeks, you might be able to afford one Lugia V star. So oh no. I dude, are you kidding me? <laughs> when I first started, they were all basically free. And I have so much dust at this point, it doesn't it's it's ridiculous. Well, I've meant on, on online because <laughs> yeah, I, I meant free. online. I meant online. Oh, you're talking oh. PTCGO. Yeah, 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 PTCGO. yeah. I actually don't even own any Lugia's on PTCGO because I gave them to my teammate, uh, so he could play it. Um, because I've not been playing um, much Lugia lately, um, just per the team, yeah. Uh, nice. but kind of going into that team challenge, uh, it's been a you know, it's 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 a it's an interesting format and it's you know a little bit different than um, you know, just your, your standard play, there's a little bit more. Um, not more, but different kind of nuances with, uh, you know, pre- prepping and changing your deck uh, constantly and then just kind of always being in coordination with your team um, and then scouting out, um, giving it an opportunity to get scouted out. So um, I know PTCGO is going away after this team challenge is gone, and I know um, I've been dreading making the change because of that, uh, or at least uh, converting my collection over, but... Um, but I hope in the future they do continue with these team challenges because it de- I think it takes a different kind of um, skill set and it and changes the game up a little bit. Even though they're all standard meta, like it's 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 slightly different because you can kind of almost tech for specific matchups where you think you're going to see every week, um, and it changes it up enough where like yeah, I'm playing Lost Box, but do I play do I play Drapion because like Muse there because like obviously. Like, you go into a tournament like, um, you know, any any regionals, and you're like, okay, uh, Muse probably going to be about 6% of the meta, Drapion's going in there. But th- there's a reasonable chance going into, like, a team challenge where you don't think, yeah, my, my opponents, they've showed no sign of, um, you know, if you do your scouting out ahead when everybody does their deck list and stuff like that, which, you know, earlier in the tournament's a little harder. Uh, but if you do those kind of scouting opportunities, you can be, oh, yeah, these guys haven't played Mew for two weeks, three weeks. Uh, don't need Drapion. What else are they like? What else? What are they tending to play? Um, maybe I throw a different tech card in there. Maybe I throw another consistency card in there. Um, So those kind of nuances you don't really get with regional kind of play. And I really do enjoy that with the team challenge. Um, and not to say I don't enjoy the other Uh, because i do i just love playing uh pokemon the game is awesome but um i guess i'm what i'm trying to say is i think they need to continue with the team challenges uh because it does throw a little bit nuance to the game that you don't normally see
1: well yeah it's definitely um definitely a little different and you
0: can't obviously
1: tech your deck to beat one thing per se i mean you Mm -hmm. could but you still have to you know be ready to play against four different deck archetypes maybe i mean i have seen some people bring four of the
0: same deck right i mean one week we brought two lugios because we thought maybe that's the play right and then uh i know even going into last season uh in our last top 32 game uh they were playing i forget what they were playing but i remember us as a team coming to the conclusion that 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 um that gyarados uh vmax i think it was very gyarados vmax that kind of weird control like Like it takes hit and then like does extra damage. Um, That was kind of like the call we thought, you know, needed to be made. Um, I forget exactly why we came to that conclusion, but it's like normally you wouldn't bring a deck like that to a regional, but a deck like that can definitely be viable going into a specific matchup. Um, Again, if you, if you, if you um, meta predict what your opponents are doing, um, just based off trends and and what's kind of hot a, at the moment, so um, it's yeah. a little bit different, a little bit more. Um, I want not say skill expression, but it was definitely a little bit more room for um, wacky stuff, I guess, um, yeah. or or uh, well, random. Even if it's a meta deck, it's just like a random tech here or there that you would literally never play in a regional.
1: It's a ch- it's all the chess match,
0: but instead of mm-hmm. a chess match against
1: a thousand people, where you want to make the safe you want to give your best chance against the odds. Like you can, this is literally like, I'm going to bring the knight in this game because it'll help me beat the rook. Right. You know, but like you just, you, you bring the move set that works against what your, your opponents are guessing. Exactly.
0: And it it just, every week it's different. And every week is like, do I make the right call? Is our risk, is our risk really worth it? Or did we completely botch that? And then, you know, it penalizes you um you know we've had a couple um you know losses that i had because of some some one of techs. um but then also a couple wins that i took because of decks that are cards that i wouldn't normally put in in my deck um so it's just a fun give and take um and just a constant communication with the team um and the camaraderie just you know the friendship kind of you know it just builds upon so um really loving it uh hope they continue regardless of however uh, teams that i'm on do i think it's just a different aspect of the game yeah um, i
1: i enjoy it i'm going to continue living vicariously through you <laughs> um so hopefully uh i can steal some some one of your teammates top 32 mats so i could feel like i was part of the team right <laughs> <laughs> but, i don't uh, not yeah, keep mine up because uh
0: those are the ones i cherish most because i was like i you know still as a player that's come into their really their first full season since last season kind of didn't really count just because of pandemic um you know i haven't seen the results irl um but i still think you know there it these may not take as much as like individual skill because you still have people to lean on um it still definitely feels good to achieve something uh, as a player in their first kind of season here first full year calendar year oh for sure um but kind of just uh, win, uh, yeah bro. exactly um a, a little quick recap i know the last two weeks that we were really close matches uh we went 5-4 where you know uh you know we had some heroics uh by individual players not to say that our our opponents were you know pushovers or anything like that but we we all we all basically went 2-1 where I went I won my first two and lost my last um and then Adam ended up winning the last match making him 2-1 literally like 2 minutes before Mike did which we all would have been 2-1 at that point so it was it was um a good team win uh 5-3 kind of 6-3 kind of a thing but uh um I felt like that this is the first week it was kind of like real balanced like every week you know we'd had you know somebody maybe um, just really carry us, um, or have like the 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 key wins. So this one was this one was fun, um, and then o- obviously, um, improvement over last year, um, from thirty two to sixteen. So, um, we made a couple weird meta calls as well, um, just based off of the matchups that we thought uh, we were gonna see, um, and some of them worked out, some of them didn't, but uh, it was, it was fun. Uh, played my lost box with a uh, one-one Garatina, uh, because they played control with um, with a flying peak. They didn't end up bringing that, but they brought a lost box with uh, the heavy the heavy uh, ice cube tech. And I don't really play like I don't had a, a way to go through the sable or the uh, the ice queue with the 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 wash energy but Garatina does because <laughs> it, it can just shred uh so right, uh, we made a weird tech decision based off something they did the week before um uh, they didn't end up bringing that deck uh but it worked against a different portion of what they they were bringing um and then they brought another weird control deck and i had actually a really crazy lucky moment in that game uh in game 2 i i ended up winning 2-0 um but they they had the the um the espion the one that protects uh from damage counters if they have energies on it yeah. and i i made a, a weird misplay oh, i didn't make a weird misplay but i i when i had my head sim in the game um i'm like okay i can just t- take out knock out on uh on the manaphy had energy on it and i'm like wait a second no that can't happen um so i was like, the only thing that doesn't have um you know energy attached had 20 hp more i forget what it was it was um. It was either like a uh, a Rangaroo or something like that. It was just, just out of range. And, and what I needed is two scoop-up nets and a zigzagoon. I already had zigzagoon on the bench. Um, ended up colressing. I already had a small hand, but got the two nets and then got to scoop-up net, scoop-up net for double ping and then take knockout with uh with the sable. I had to take that over, uh, which put us in a pretty good position. But I got a little lucky, but it was a, that was kind of a fun play. Um, yeah. They kind of clutch it there. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's always fun to make the place. Yeah. So, so, you know, uh, going into next week, uh trying to make top 8. Uh it will be fun. Uh we're we're in the process of trying to meta game what we think is going to give us the best chance. Um there's still a few deck selections that are not I'm not 100% sold on um or depending on what we feel like our opponents are going to play. Um I have a feeling that um just with the popularity of vikebolt uh the variant be- uh, variant's going to be there and i know for me lost box it's not the greatest matchup um but I, I have a few ideas that might turn the tides a little bit more into the the lost box favor yeah so yeah, we shall I'm, I'm see not,
1: i don't like that matchup myself either this is uh that's why uh i said it was hoping hoping that lost box will still be the play come two weeks cuz uh this week I think Vika kind of stock rose a little bit. So. Oh yeah, that
0: I definitely had that on my on my to to talk about thing when we go talk about the the metagame in, in Vancouver regionals um Man. here shortly. Um uh, but yeah Vika um powerful deck right now. Um it's good against Lost Box. It's it's 50 against uh against Lugia. Um, you know, just because of that weakness, it still can hit uh without item locking. Um that mid to late game so they they might be able to keep up with prizes there. Um yeah. so you know we, we could talk about Vika a little bit more in in a, a little bit um but did want to also talk uh about uh, my punishment. You, you won. Yes. Uh thanks yes, to Azul. I do. I,
1: I want to hear about this.
0: Yes. Uh so I decided uh, with testing and everything I didn't have a lot but it made sense to me just to put it in in lost box. Uh because lost box typically wants to go first. And also knowing our local meta, um, I know there's people that like Vika Volt. Um, and that deck t- typically wants to go second. So I'm like, perfect. I'm gonna line up against these people. I'm gonna play beauty first turn. And the and in my head Sims, it was go first, get a beauty, play beauty to get to dig too deeper, and then you can get um a battle VIP pass, right? And then then you're set up. So it, it just helps with the early game consistency, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, um, gonna help you find that VIP path right first so the problem with that though is I had to make some cuts that you know are bad so it was it was <laughs> not necessarily I think they're good cuts that beauty should go in there. It was like i'm I'm trying to gauge what our local meta is gonna play. so I cut the I I cut the uh, manafi, I cut the zigzagoon I cut a um the training court that I was playing. um uh, there was one other card I forget I cut that maybe wasn't as big a deal. Uh, But it ended up being a huge deal because I played against uh, Mike, our local, my teammate, um, and he was playing Reggie's. uh, And I cut my Zigzagoon, which is huge for math fixing uh, because because spit innocently only hits for one ten. And so most of those guys either have one twenty or one thirty. So I couldn't take one shots and I took my Manaphy out and he was bench sniping me. Uh, 40 40s but I, I did play around that so that p- portion of it wasn't a big deal i ultimately lost probably a, a match oh it was the ice queue i cut so i cut the ice queue too um so ultimately <laughs> all text for reggie's like i swear he was just trying to snipe my beauty deck um but i i did get off the play where i did get beauty into vip pass and i'm like yes i got this and then i'm like Quickly realize I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot I cut Zig. <laughs> and I <laughs> ended up losing five prizes to six. And at the be- early game, I took a spit innocently and then he scoop up netted it. Um and I, I would have had the play where I could have zig take him out there. So literally a loss because a zigzagoon wasn't in my deck. Um everything else was working out pretty good there. Um, but it was fun. Played against a Vegavolt. Um and he decided to go first this time i'm like what the heck is going on here um ended up playing beauty on my first turn because i couldn't find anything but um as as far as supporters but i played a bunch of items to get my Lost box into a good position um and then ultimately uh had to like mid-game rely on a boss stall onto his his backup vika Volt uh that had no energies and hope he couldn't find another melanie play um, because his other guy was already ready to go and everything, he had you know all the scoop up netable uh Pokemon, other than that Vika Volt, uh, it ultimately stuck. Uh, so I got an extra turn with items, and that's all I needed to go, um, to take you know take advantage of that. And uh, yeah. it took, took home the win against the Vika Volt with, with a four of Beauty. Uh, so <laughs> that's that's the text right there, guys. If you want to beat Vika as a lost box player, play Beauty. Great and, and get lucky and get lucky with uh, your one off ball stall. Um, you know, th- that is a huge thing, too. Uh, it's amazing how one extra turn of items make, makes or breaks you, right? Yeah, yeah. I was able uh, to just... set up my attacker and a, be- a, a backup attacker all in the same turn, uh, and it's, that was huge.
1: It's funny when you you, uh, you play Lost Box against Vigavolt, Volt, like, and you're struggling not to do anything and then all of a sudden you get this one turn because they decided to super super zap cannon something for an extra prize or something right. and, and you're like oh, i can do my thing and then you just go hog ham on yeah like it's just it, do it do is, like, it's
0: definitely like holding a dog back by like the collar and it's, like, it's like, like there's a like a piece of steak across the room and then you release it and it's like go get it <laughs> basically like i right like the I'm gonna put down is. all the
1: attackers uh I got all three of my Mirage gates' we'll just do all of them right now
0: right <laughs> right and it, it's basically are you are you too far behind to catch up or are you even enough where you kind of pull ahead and then you're good to go you know so it's uh uh the matchup definitely especially how consistent uh Vika gets that uh the that that what's uh this first attack again the the one that I item lock, locks you I
1: don't I just that's the item lock attack. Yeah
0: the item lock attack. it's it's funny how fast that goes off so especially when they're going second it's like well okay I just lose but um the matchup feels okay if you can get like one or two turns aside from your first turn of uh playing playing items Well yeah
1: it's is if they get that first turn to attack off As long as it's not like already double boosted by like a Zapdos or something, where they're actually taking knockouts, like you could still kind of play around it and slowly get to like I've I've played it once or twice where, you know you'll you'll get hit on that Comfy with ten HP and then you retreat it, you leave the X one up there, you get the Chorus that turn because they don't stop that, so you go like slowly got to five and you're like all right well. I'll just end here and then, you know, then that starts spinning. Not knocked in it again, out. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you retreat it and you're like, all right, maybe I got, it. maybe you got into another chorus. And you're like, sweet. I've got to seven. I just need to not, I need, I need a turn to, to do my thing now. You're just right.
0: waiting for that turn. Yeah. It's definitely just uh, buying your time for sure. So, but yeah, uh, it was fun. Uh, it was frustrating playing beauty, uh, but. Overall, it was it was kind of an enjoyable experience. I was I it I was due for a punishment, uh, so I was glad to get it out the way. And you know, going two one and tying for first uh, felt pretty good too. Yeah,
1: uh, I, was, I was glad. I'm happy to hear at least you know the you put it in the deck and you wanted to do this thing on your first turn and you at least got to do it. Yes, so, I did
0: one one game for sure, and then other games I pu- I pulled that beauty out like mid game. I'm like, well, this could be a colris or something. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, at least you got to do the trick once.
1: So hundred percent always fun. When it's at least fun. At least in my experiences, when you build the
0: deck around doing a trick, you
1: at least get to do it once.
0: Right. I would have. <laughs> yeah. 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 I could have potentially done it twice if the Vika Bolt player um would have just uh gone second like they should have <laughs> and they do every week uh but he decided to change it up on me i think because he knew i was playing beauty <laughs> uh, but enough about beauty i think <laughs> we, that part has got <laughs> way too much love this
1: uh this episode um oh you're playing beauty i don't want to let you go first they can't let you
0: draw two i'll right. let you draw. Five i was playing the, the scare tactics 100 <laughs> oh that's funny right but anyways um, Vancouver's this weekend, another regionals, um, you know, I, we could talk metagame again. Uh, nothing's really changed other than, like we said, uh, Vika volt seems to be in a pretty good spot there where, you know, more people are starting to play him. Um, great loss box matchup, Um uh, pretty good against, um, um, Lugia, uh, especially early game. If you can set up plus it has weakness options. Um, Mew feels like it, it's maybe 50, 50. Uh, but it, the deck feels a lot better. Um, but is there any other um, decks or anything that you want to talk about the meta as far as going into Vancouver? Um, you know, in any changes in the meta that you want to talk about, or it's going to be same old, same old. Lugia thirty percent, Lost Box twenty, uh, like Mew, you know, six or seven, and then every, and then maybe, maybe we'll see Vika about six or seven, and in yeah, kind of the same old, same old.
1: Yeah, I think. I think you're gonna see a little bit of a sh- a shuffle at the bottom end of the meta. Um, you're probably gonna still see the the 25 to 30 percent Lugia in the whole field. Um, and then you know, lost box would probably be if you, you know, as long as they're like kind of combined and they're not trying to separate them, depending on, but I think that's still going to be your second popular with the commute probably being close. Those are your three, the mainstays. Um, right. Then, then that's where like, I think your, your shakeup happens at the bottom. I think Vika might, I mean, Perth was small, so you have a lot of room for, you know, snaking in something that's a little different. Mm. Um. So peak like Vika kind of like, I guess, maybe capitalized on that. So it might have shown that, hey, this could work. Maybe we'll try it in a bigger regional. What do we got to lose? You know what I mean? Right. At this point, uh, I mean, this this format has been going on for a while. So Too people long. Might be, <laughs> yeah, people might be more inclined to try something a little different like that. So
0: that might jump up. Uh, well, I think there's two camps, be though, because so I guess something that we haven't really talked about is Um, just the way CP is, it's, you know, locals isn't coming back this season. There's like, at this point, there's no way. Um, so, you know, it depends on where you are point wise. There's a lot of top players that have already qualified. Um, that still just love to compete. Um, at that point, I think they don't really care about playing Lugia. Uh, there's no real point. Like players like Azul uh, hasn't played it at all season, you know, all season long. Um, but they'll play, you know, different things that have different kind of matchups um yeah. and even with like natalie miller there uh playing with the week, um she has her invite already um so might as well play something you know maybe a little bit different and still um you know challenge yourself in that manner uh but if you're a player that's on the fringe you know that you've made a couple day twos maybe maybe um you know top 16 or something like that um you're still quite not there um Lugia is to play there um you know, that's the consistent deck. That's a deck that uh, has answers for everything. So I think those kind of players would play um, Lugia, but also there's players like you or I, um, you know, still kind of cutting our teeth, not quite there yet. Um, not going to realistically have a chance to get enough points um, without local scenes there um, and just want to have a finish. Um, maybe we'll play Lugia at that point too.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I think if you want, that's the thing, is if you want and, and need a, a placement for points, um, whether, like you said, you're still trying to close in on your invite uh, or you're trying to stay in the running for a stipend or something like that, um, I mean, you're going to want to play, like, Lugia or Boss Box or something like that. Like, that's going to be the deck that will get you those placements um, in the meta, as we've seen um lugia lost box i mean you can get you there um consistently uh you wouldn't want to dark horse it on on a vika volt unless like you said you are kind of you have your invite but you're not really fighting for a stipend so the points are kind of meaningless you but you want to see how you you're here i mean you're 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 registered you want to give it a go you know, maybe pick up some money, you know, take a dark horse way of doing it that right, way, but I could see that, and people that are like like me or, or you in the same vein, like I'm, if I go to a regional, I'm still trying to
0: win it. Like, that's the- 100%, 100%, but like, so uh, do you want to, like, do you want your first one to be with like a, there's also the argument where, say I win a regional, and I play it with Lugia, they there is that stigma, well, you just won it with Lugia, the deck won, and you didn't necessarily win. So there's a lot of people that are on this, uh, On this, you know, the, the mindset where it's like, I have to also prove myself as a player uh, on my first right, wrong, or indifferent. Like, I want to put my own touch on it. And you can't really put your own touch on it if it's a deck so, um, you know, meta-defining as like a Lugia. Not saying yeah. it's right or wrong, but I know... You know, people have that have that kind of thought process uh, from time to time.
1: Yeah, but, uh, I yeah, I agree with you on that. If you like, I I agree with this sentiment. If you want to kind of you know put your own touch on it, then you would you would definitely try that. But if you're really trying, I I, I don't I don't know. I think there's two ways to look. I mean, it depends on your mindset. Mm-hmm. Because if you really want to consistently get points, you're going to want to play those top decks we've all been talking about to begin with because they're going to give you the best chance and if you have the skill to consistently get up there you're going to have the skill to pilot those decks to get there over over the uh you know kind of meta counters that are just kind of popping up
0: yeah i mean there's both sides of the coin for sure um but yeah i mean there's no right or wrong answer it's just Uh, where you are as a player and you know your personal preference um you know comfort picks are always a good thing too um yeah and at this point lugia is definitely a comfort pick for a lot of people i know listening to other podcasts or just seeing people on um on social media uh, they're like oh i'm cooking up this um you know x deck um and then like last minute it's not going to work out so they have a you know a backup comfort pick and it's it's at this point it's basically Lugia's everybody's at least backup right if it's not their primary yeah for sure <laughs> so i mean there there's so many different ways you, i guess you could think about it like <laughs> uh but yeah i don't i don't see the meta really changing a whole lot uh you know you still have the same top players and the same top decks that are probably going to see a lot of success um you know that you have every so often like a random deck here like you know we had piper um you with the with the palkia with the with the art articuno um and then we we just had a Eternus wheezing get second place um so yeah. you know decks like that will come and go as like one ofs but not like necessarily meta but you're going to still see the two to three lugias you're going to see lost boxes muse um and then you know you'll, you'll go from there some maybe some you know, dragon deck where um you know, it's a it's Arcdura or or Arcudra something like that. Uh, those are always kind of viable, but those are a little bit lesser as a percentage. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, that's that's what I kind of along the lines where you might you might see a couple a few more oddities pop up than we are used to seeing. Um, in popularity, um, maybe that comes from you know a drop from. Lugia is 30% to something like 26 so you get 4% of something other other stuff but mm-hmm. who, who knows who knows but yeah I don't see it straying too much from we what we currently see I think the top 3 are kind of going to be the top 3 it's just really how big of that top 3 is Lugia really
0: i i feel like this is one of the weeks where it's going to be uh a large portion of of uh you know the top eight uh we you know we uh, we kind of see this trend where it's it's like six of the top eight and then it's like one and then it's like five then two i think it's going back up onto that that higher ramping uh station so we'll see we'll see we'll see uh, but, yeah, I can't wait to watch the production again. I think the more and more they do these um, Pokemon's just upping their game, I think the casting crew um, in general uh, for, for you know, the TCG side, I can only talk about the TCG side, they're definitely coming into their own. They were all already pretty solid. Uh, but I think the more and more they, they're getting into the groove, especially with that, like, that, that player's lounge area, um, kind of, you know, doing those kind of things, I think those are really enjoyable. And, you know, I can't always want to watch and continue to watch these because um, I'm addicted to the game. <laughs> uh, it, if I'm not playing it, I'm at work thinking about it or, you know, you know, I'm, most of the time uh, it's either playing or thinking about it. And then, you know, real life comes in the way, uh, you know, in between that.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm with you on there. I'm, this takes a large portion of my brain power too. For sure. If I'm not actually consciously playing it at the moment. So
0: 100% all right well with that um yeah i think that'll be it for our meta talk uh or you know very high level meta talk uh going into vancouver um and let's go into the middle of the show and let's get into some trivia it's, it's time for news. trivia yes, trivia. trivia trivia trivia
1: i don't man, i really liked our mystery trivia last week but i don't have any packs today so yeah
0: yeah that was that was fun um I somehow pulled something off. Um, I got a trivia question right, um, <laughs> but let's see if I can get two weeks in a row. Uh, I do have a card. If you do not, uh, At least this I hour. am
1: getting uh, getting one up. I'm trying to think of something fun here, real quick.
0: Um, if you want to go ahead with yours, sure. We're gonna play. Guess that Pokemon. This ability or attack belongs to um, standard legal as per the usage um, in today's Pokemon attack name is cheerful charge cheerful mhm
1: cheerful charge oh boy um that sounds all right that's charge um sounds like something that would be on like an electric type, but it's cheerful. Uh, maybe fairy. That's leading me towards like a Dedene, but I don't know if Dedene has a charge attack because Dedene is fairy type and electric type, but it could just be a fairy type because it's. Mm-hmm. What kind of history do we I have for about this? you, though?
0: Um, this is what I love about you, though, because you your knowledge of, you know, Pokemon and typing and everything like that always gives you an advantage over me when it comes to these things, because I would probably not have went down that, you know, that avenue right, wrong or indifferent. Just I love the thought process. Um, but yeah, we can, you know, obviously we can. Um, uh, we can say what uh, if it's you know what stage type. it is. Um, what type it is. Um, and i don't know what else what else do you want uh, i can give you the other attack name uh let's do what stage it is it's a basic it's a basic
1: uh and then we'll do the typing See it the is stuff. a grass type okay so my thought process is completely wrong
0: right but I, I was just I was just giving you props because I love your thought process. Process that's
1: from your, you know, yeah, you, you play some Pokemon Go or, or the I VGC mean, a little bit, but you gotta see, really I
0: never it. stop and smell the flowers, kind of a thing. So you stop and smell the flowers. I'm just like, this is what I need to do. Let's go. <laughs> and, and when it comes to this kind of thing, it's like, oh, I probably should
1: have. I, I maybe it's like a a battling when it comes to. VGC or even go because typings matter so much and then you really learn move names which surprisingly between the TCG and uh like the VGC are the same mm-hmm. so like like I don't know like Shadow Rider that has an Astral Barrage attack on his card has an Astral Barrage attack in the game too so, like, right, right. so that makes uh, sense you tend to learn those if you really get into the the side and my, mine was mostly on go which you learn a bunch of whole different attacks all over the place but right um uh i psh, uh,
0: so back all to that, it uh, all, that, basic... all that
1: side talk basic grass pokemon uh i'm going to go with teruby i'm cuz it's either truby or well, you said it has to be because it's a basic, so it can't be Cherub.
0: So Charubi. Um, No, sorry, my friend. It's Hisuian Voltorb. That is a grass Pokemon that
1: would <laughs> charge up, <laughs> right? Didn't think of that. Uh, so uh, it's go. for
0: a free attack charge. It doesn't have any attack charge. Um, you can use this tack only if you go second. And only during your first turn, choose up to two of your um, bench Pokemon for each of those Pokemon. Search your deck for a basic energy card and attach it to that Pokemon, then shuffle your deck. You got me good on that, that one. Yeah, that I mean, I thought that was an interesting attack because obviously it's never really seen meta. I feel like if we were in a slower meta and we didn't have such aggro um things like uh, like we do currently um that might you know see see some kind of play but um in this current meta um that or or the meta we're going to go into uh no chance at all um uh, but you know it, it was so I guess I, the attack is so close to being really good but it's just never going to see play
1: yeah uh, the the volt like the electrodes and the volt orbs, they usually have some pretty cool abilities and/or attacks, like even like the the, the with the Buzz Zap generator.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: they're always on the verge of just being good enough, but like for whatever reason, they're always just just not fast enough in the right. meta at the time that they're out. So, all right, I gotta I gotta I'm gonna take a, a a different road for this. Well, same road we usually take, but I'm gonna try something. We'll see how how well it goes over. Okay. So I'm going to do our your traditional attack name, or but this is going to be an attack name. So uh, the attack on this Pokemon is called Rain Splash.
0: I feel like that's Manaphy. And that my hints are what like rain splash. So obviously it's a water type. Um, usually you give me a little bit more meta, not off the wall. Like I just gave you like a Voltorb, but we'll see. Um, I believe I feel like I've used this attack before, and I feel like it only does like twenty or thirty damage. Um, but sometimes that's enough. Um, you know, just to do weird. Uh, I welcome use any of the hints. We I mean, to... what are my hints? Base, you yeah. know, what stage it is, what type it is, and...
1: Stage, type, and uh, I mean, I can
0: uh, read you what the attack does, I guess. I mean, I, I think I already explained what the attack does. <laughs> I don't think anything's <laughs> going to help me. Um, let me guess. Um, I'm going to ask you what stage it is, you're going to say basic. What stage
1: it is, is it? Ba- it is a basic.
0: And then I'm going to say what type of, What type it is. You're going to say water. What type is it? It is a a water type. And then what does it do? Does it do just 20 damage or just 30 damage? For one uh, water energy, it does 20 damage. And that is all. I've called all of my (laughs) hints. (laughs) And I I just feel like it's Manaphy. I I can't get away from Manaphy. So I'm just going (laughs) to stick with my gut uh, and and say Manaphy.
1: You are correct. It is let's Manif- go <laughs> i was trying to get get the uh the obvious one out of the like slip by you maybe yeah, because yeah but because if let's i said what's
0: the ability you've been <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh yeah because if i say what's the ability you're gonna get it but uh i don't think anyone's ever put man
0: down and go you know what i really want to rain splash this you planet. know what no I, I i think i told this story already uh, this was during our first round of this current players uh, uh, team challenge. Um, Mike uh, was going down to his last play and he just needed some uh, a few, uh, you know, um, you know, damage counters on on for knockout. And he decided uh, to take the, the slap in the face to our opponent and play um, mana feed for for the attack. Uh, so I feel like that, that instance might have actually kind of helped me there. <laughs> we won our first, we, we, we won game five of our first round uh, by a Manaphy attack. Oh, well, thanks, Mike. You ruined my, <laughs> my sneaky play
1: in trying to slip by the attack that no one ever plans on using. Sometimes um, we do, though. And you've been cutting it from the deck for awesome cards like Beauty
0: so (laughs) yeah we don't need to talk (laughs) about beauty anymore let's move on (laughs) all right right, with that being said we are going to move on to our sponsors and get a quick word
1: the pittsburgh pokemon podcast is brought to you by sports car junction Located in the North Hills of Pittsburgh, Sports Car Junction is a one-stop shop for players and collectors with a wide variety of singles, supplies, packs, and boxes available in-store and online
0: at sportscarjunction.com. Don't forget to check out our weekly league Mondays at 6 p.m.
1: All right. Thanks again, Sports Car Junction, for being a great sponsor. Um, And it is a new month. So new month equals new keywords because new keywords equal new keywords equal new (laughs) ETB giveaway to the for the month of
0: March. I don't have a... We should. uh, We needed to incorporate it into like March Madness, like uh, yeah, something like that. (laughs) The
1: the Saint Paddy's Day March Madness ETB giveaway to the something or other. Really long thing that I can never get right. It's almost spring for the,
0: <laughs> I don't know.
1: All right, but it's the keyword time. So this week's keyword, write it down because there's going to be two. We'll get to listen next week. Give us both keywords. you get entered to get a, an ETB sent to you for free. Thanks, just as a thank you for listening to the show. This week's keyword is Galarian. I'll say it again, it's Galarian. Yes, we'll accept Galar as well. Yeah. So who knows where we can go with that next week? But you'll have to listen to find out to get the second half. But you can write that down or, or send it over and, and get the party started if you want. Remember, send it to me at watch whimsy, at watch whimsy or jake at Panux one or at the show at Pit Pod. Get entered to get in to the free ETB giveaway, or if you see us anywhere else on social media, get entered. We'll take it anywhere. So yep. Uh, um, now it's time to move into the news. So this week we have seen a lot of news, and we are getting a lot of, um, basically getting a lot of card reveals for. Um, extra rare Pokemon, like uh, we were getting a lot of illustrator arts, right? Uh, revealed for Triple B and and even more for Scarlet and Violet as well, seeing them in the English forms. Um, so, uh, I mean, we've got. I'm just gonna list a couple that we saw. I mean, it's really there's so many. We've seen and and, and see what these Pokemon. Uh, we've already know what these Pokemon do, but like there's a Maridon EX is obviously getting a big one like getting a cold, a gold version, uh, all, you know, full art and an illustrator art, um, version, illustrator rare. So those might be one of the big guys to get, uh, maraidon being, uh, when you, when you think of collection purposes, big money cards or something like that, uh, along as, uh, so we saw those uh, revealed. Um, then, uh in uh, cool things that they have been doing, as we have also seen in a different article. Either, these are Triple Beat uh, Illustrator Rares, but they are doing more storytelling cards. Yes, they are. Uh, so we saw it with, with Gardevoir in that we see it with, with Gardevoir in our initial Scarlet and Violet set, but we're also going to see stories told through our three starter Pokemon when we get the next set. So there's going to be Illustrator rares of Floragato, Florgato, Flor, and Meowscarada EX. Um that are all tell a story throughout the three as you evolve through, along with Fugacoco to Skeledurge and Quaxley to Quavo, if that, that's the way you say it. So,
0: yeah. All no, I'm excited. Really I, I, cool. think, I think, you know, you don't necessarily need all those big hitter cards, those high money cards, but uh, things like this um, get you excited to open packs too. Because, like, even if you pull a $5 card, um, and, it, you know, it's a full art or it's a part of a collection like this, it, it definitely makes it, opening cards more enjoyable.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, uh, be that we're talking about opening cards, the big news that was kind of re- revealed this week, um, obviously we, we we announced it at one point in time that the uh, um, the what's inside the pack is going to change a little bit because also the price is going up. But uh, we actually have the configuration of what a booster back will be now from Scarlet and Violet on. So, um, and they will uh, be ordered with the rarest cards in the back. So, uh, you get four common cards uh, and then three uncommons. And then, this is where we said there, we heard that there's going to be three hollows guaranteed in each pack. Mm -hmm. We're getting two reverse hollows now per pack. Okay. As well as one hollow uh, card and one basic energy and one code card, the hollow is your rare. We we also learned earlier that your hollow rare, uh, there is no such thing as a non hollow rare anymore. So your rare slot is also where you can get your your ultra rare or your hyper rare. Okay, or they renamed another one as a double rare. Um, But that's where you will get an EX or, uh, you know, a gold card, something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, That will fall into the rare slot as well. Uh, Now, with the Illustrator cards, they will take the second reverse holo spot like we have been doing, like they kind of have been with uh, the trainer galleries. So the Illustrator rares will fall into the reverse holo slot. So you have a little bit of an opportunity for, like, a really big hit still, like we've seen in the pack, so it's really nice to get a, a gallery card and then, you know, uh, an ultra rare as well. Right. That option that, that ability is still there, so that dopamine drip of getting that double hit is going to yeah, be there. the double hit and, packs. And you still get your reverse hollow. So if you're a master set collector, someone who wants to, like, complete everything, you know, map, uh, reverse and regular, you're going to see more reverse hollows out in the wild now. So, uh because you're guaranteed one every pack no matter what, even if it's replaced by a illustration rare which no one really complains about, but that if if you think about it that did mean less reverse hollows which
0: made completing sets that way a little bit harder. So 100% um did did we have a uh, we probably mentioned this before or seen it but I don't have it in front of me. Um, do we know what the the average price of the packs are going up to now?
1: Uh, it's fifty cents, so they're four forty nine a pack. That's okay. what the uh, so that's what they should be. Uh, when you see them, that's what they'll probably be on Pokemon Center website per pack. That's not to say that that's what they're going to be at Target or your store, like your local game store per se. Yeah, I, I, I would. Upon oh, so release,
0: upon release would
1: be close, but uh, upon release, they will probably get them for four forty nine at your local game store. But you know, as as things become more scarce, they tend to start going up, and people, uh, you know, like those evolving skies packs are probably like almost ten bucks now. So right, uh, yeah, that's that's, but that is the regular retail MSRP on a pack now. So, um
0: up 50 cents but i mean the card quality is going to be better we're going to have extra hollow slot or reverse hollow slot um so you know i think overall uh you know we're all still just continue to buy packs because we want to play the game that we love um and if it costs a little bit more uh so be it you know that you know inflation you know hits everybody it you know it it was bound to happen to pokemon eventually yeah 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 all right
1: Uh, That's really all else I have for the news. Um, Just uh, still waiting to to see uh, anything else new to come out, but that's about it. So more Illustrator Rares, and we're still waiting under three weeks to go until... We're getting uh, close. We're getting close. uh, Scarlet and Violet, and, and, and we are... Closing in on pre-release, I think we're about two weeks away on when they can actually start pre-releases. So we're gonna and then that that'll just really get the hype train going too. So
0: yeah, I think one hundred percent. I'm just saving, uh, waiting for that to pull the trigger on spending some money on some packs here because uh, uh, I'm done with Silver Tempest. <laughs> it's just like going on oh. my way to buy Silver Tempest. Yeah, I'm, I'm
1: with you. I, I I I have not really wanted to buy anything sealed. Uh, for a while. The itch is only like I've I don't really I, mean, I haven't got the itch at all. I've just been buying singles and stuff. But like I see the new stuff in terms of uh like the Mimikyu EX box dropped last week so you yeah. can buy it. So I was like, oh that has a that has a scarlet violet card. and I bought it. Just because right. I was like I want this Mimic QEX. Like I I wanna own an EX right now. So right.
0: I almost pulled the trigger but I didn't <laughs> so uh, we'll see. Well though. in my
1: head, in my head, I was like, this card might be playable because of Gardevoir, but who knows?
0: Yeah. So. Well, I think that's a good time to transition into the, the main topic or a topic uh, of discussion. Let's get into the meat of this episode's conversation. Um is, is a little bit of a look ahead and you know, a little bit of the 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 Japanese meta and kind of uh, very light play testing with proxies that I, I've had at least on my end I don't know if you've had um, of some of these newer decks um but um, really just looking at the Japanese meta of this last um, you know Champions League um, challenge what they had um out of all the top decks or out of the top six the only new deck there was one of of a guard of War. Um, which I think definitely there's a lot to explore, and I did get to play a little bit of G- Gardevoir, and it feels pretty good. Um, but everything else is a known meta commodity, um, currently. So we have two Lugias in the top six, we had two Lost Box and a Mew as well. Um, Lost Box, obviously, uh, we've kind of already talked about it where it, it loses, um, uh, scoop up net, so it, it loses that like early game, like. Super Splash ability uh, to, you know, use the Mirage Gates. Um, but there's plenty of Pokemon out there uh, that only, you know, uh, comp- or, or um are definitely only need four. So you really only need a Colrus and two Flower Selectings. You can easily do that without a net um, and then kind of slowly start up, um, you know, and that can kind of lend itself into any kind of Lost Box uh, deck. You can still have the Giratinas, uh, which have been pretty hyped. High- um, you can still do, you know, the, the Zalmazentas, Snorlax, those things aren't going away. Um uh and then also, you know, you still have um you still have the Greninja, so it can still draw cards and potentially uh take advantage of of the energy acceleration, you know, mid to late game. Uh so yeah. anything and
1: and and in to like play off what you're saying, because you're losing these scoop up nets, um and look, looking at some of the lists that you can see that we have from the mm. Japanese players, like you're just, you have four spots to play with. Like the deck, like most of your attackers and things you want to still use are there. So you can slide in these things uh, in higher numbers of, uh, well, I guess I've seen the Clar is not really optimal, what people may want to be using, but you slide in like the lost vacuums and like the beach court is a new card that right. we've talked about that yes you you don't have the scoop up net to reset them but you have you still have options on using to switch out so um it's kind of more of a get the the speed isn't necessarily 100 percent in in resetting the comfies and, and going through uh as more as you know you got to use that chorus and then Maybe the extra vacuum that you can add in that you can safely add in because you you don't have four nets now, Mm -hmm. uh, can be used as a
0: way to speed up the deck as well. So, yeah, 100%. And then before we go on to Gardevoir, we'll kind of like quickly talk over these other two. I mean, Mew, we've already talked about, um, really doesn't lose anything uh, major, obviously, lose quick ball, a, a few other ways to thin the hand, uh, but. You know, it, it the core is still there. Um and Mew does Mew things and I, I think it'll stay there uh, until uh the day it rotates uh just because it is so consistent. Um and then Lugia. Um we all thought, hey, Lugia's dead, all the amazing rares are leaving. Um we got all those uh special energies, auroras, all the different types of special energies per type. Um, you know, we, we we're like, okay, um Lugia is probably dead. Um, But it feels like, you know, they're at least early in the meta. Uh, I don't know how long they've been in their their new Scarlet Violet meta. But it feels like they're trying to make the old meta decks work, um, you know, work at a less optimal rate, but still be there because it's still a known commodity. There's still some kind of comfort in those kind of picks and less willing, at least early to... um, jump off into you know the unknown at least um yeah so like with with uh lugia a lot of people are playing you know the rat the the, the single strike versions um and not even really urshifu like uh tyranitar with stone turner um as like a kind of a backup um and, and kind of that package um over you know what people were saying with like the the urshifus early on yeah, that's what I, the one list we can see was a single
1: strike box with the Tyranitar instead, and even the single prize, uh, Journer, just being able to hit, uh, basically just KO whatever you want with the single strike energies. And then you can re- recur them at least, um,
0: yeah, uh, you still have the yeah.
1: recovery from those. So there's that, um, but. Uh, to kind of reiterate what you were saying with with this tournament, even though it was a a, a large tournament, there was three thousand players in this league, this Champions League at Aichi. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, the top sixteen, what 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 kind of cream cream to the crop, were decks that I'd say almost that is our meta currently, but with band aids on them, basically. What can what can we put in in stuff in place of things that we lost, with mm-hmm. uh, basically being Gardevoir being the the lone standout, uh, right, of the new cards,
0: right? And uh, so we'll go into Gardevoir now. Um, and I mean, very light playing. I only got to get a uh, play one list, but if you're looking at this uh, at, at this tournament, we did proxy um, this deck. Um, it it felt pretty smooth um, getting, you know all your Rolts is out there um, and then pretend, you know, with the rare candies with, with Curlias um, you, you have, as long as you have a bunch of Rolts early um, it feels like you can just really set up and do whatever you want. Cause you get your threat can come from anywhere. They can, they can boss one of the Rolts if they need to, but you still have, you know, three more, and then you can kind of still just do what you want. Um, you know, Greninja is still going to be in there. There's plenty of ways to discard energies um, in the deck, uh, and then just in putting them in play, um, feels really, you know, really good for those big knockouts, um, you know, with the acceleration with uh, Gardevoir, uh, EX, um, into like just the basic uh, stage two Gardevoir. Uh, you still have uh, or people are playing the the Zacian from Celebrations, um, that basically kind of does the same thing, uh, 60 plus 30 for each energy, so you can just put energies on. There and then, even with Cursilia, um, you know, if that's that early game and you don't have enough for a KO, maybe you you knock out, you know, like a like a Mew or 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 something else that's a, like a smaller Pokemon that's kind of trying to set up. Um, even opposing Raltses, you can like bench bench snipe them because you can just hit put damage counters, um, anywhere you'd like. Uh, so you know it's a pretty good early game attacker. Um, uh, the deck feels good. It feels. It, it feels different playing um, a deck with recovery uh, that wasn't uh, like a you know a, a ordinary rod or anything like that. Playing the um, playing the Curlia and what was the new the new one uh, Miriam um, Miriam is a yeah, supporter. Yeah, Yep, yeah. yeah. So you know the the supporter line felt a little different, but it definitely um, feels like the deck is is in contention for um, you know one of the top decks in the meta. Uh, I think that this shows, you know, with a second place finish it here, um that that's, that's correct. Uh, maybe it's not 100% optimal, um, but it's a good start and I th- I like the the skeleton of the deck for sure.
1: Yeah, and and uh looking at the lists that we can see from the top 2 both of their lists are on here. Yeah, uh, the the one gentleman, uh, Kohi Atsuki, the seventh place finisher, went a little bit more straightforward on, on the Pokemon. You know, you get the 4-4 four, four, and then the split with the Shining Arcana uh Guard of War, which is good to get to it's just draw and a little bit of acceleration from the deck, and then your your EX um, and then having the option for a Gallade as well, um mm-hmm. with then you know uh Zacian uh being a, a decent attacker too uh because if you can load him up it's 60 times the amount of psychic on him so that can get big if you just drop him and use use Gardevoir ex's ability um and then an Articuno as well to help get just
0: energies out of the hand um S- something and- i also want to add to on that Zacian um it also uh just depending or just based off of like the early meta and a lot of decks like we're already seeing Lugia still see play, we're still still seeing um Mew see play. Um that uh Zacian can take advantage of the Sky Sealstone because you don't really need um you know V star powers in this deck, right? Uh yeah. since you're using the EX, if you put it on that specific Zacian, uh then you can, you know, maybe even potentially, you know. Put the prize trade in your favor. Um, yep. You know when you might not otherwise. Obviously, the further we get into the meta, um, you'll see less opportunity for that kind of play. But at least early on, I think that that's a huge combination.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, and just that is that that is another combination. Looking at through his trainers and stuff, he had this guy still there for for that, um, probably for that purpose, because Zacian is the only target for that so he can grab an extra prize mm-hmm. on a v-star or a v-max that he can knock out with that big attack that he can load up with gardevoir ex i do like that people are using the emergency jellies with the gardevoir uh the stage two gardevoir with the brainwave because that yeah. has uh the same big attack that zation has just not as it's is actually the same exact attack, but just different. It's exact,
0: yeah, they, they yeah. it's harder to get those big, big numbers with uh, with Gardevoir because yeah. it, you can actually um, knock yourself out unintentionally. Uh, so it definitely helps you. Um,
1: well, lose. Gardevoir won't the ex won't let you knock out your Gardevoir, so you can only get uh, their- okay.
0: Okay, so yeah, you I can, take th- that back. Th- th- there's, well, there's if- a if Gardevoir survives after the fact, you know, then you can even load more up. So you can really hit for big, big numbers, you know?
1: uh, Well, the, the, what it looks like the cheeky play here, he has to get the big, big numbers is uh, I see the Agatha, just the way a ways to get. I see the Agatha, Agatha. The <laughs> to move some damage counters into the opponent. So you can do 30 damage counters onto the opponent. Uh, so if you have that that shining arcana in the active, well, well, guard ex only works to the bench so I don't know, but you can, you can that's move. It. I I don't remember. I can't I think remember it, this, part. I think this card. It goes to any card, any psychic play. card. Um, uh, but if it is if it works in the active, then that's fine. But you can go to one, do that six to one twenty, Agatha off another. I get off three, I get you two more energy attaches. And then if you attach the jelly, Gardevoir will go back to full health at the end of the turn as well. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, uh, not that one wouldn't be a lot to do damage to, but Hey, you never know. They might not have anything left to attack with. So exactly. Um, uh, and just the other, the other thing I wanted to point out on the other guy who did get second plate uh, Riku Sato, um, uh very similar things didn't didn't have the Agatha play, but used emergency jelly and sky seal Zone and the attackers. But uh he went cheekier with the lineup of Ralts and Corillia. So uh he added the one Mirage step, giving you the option to have potential of five Gardevoirs in play. Mm-hmm. Uh because if you put the one Ralts down and rare candy it, and then you can Corillia three onto the board as well um so and then he had uh, a special ralts that uh like kind of like a stalling attack ralts with the memory skip so you can choose an opponent's active pokemon to attack during the opponent's next turn that pokemon can't use that attack so they have a specific attacker we've seen that work with more peko uh in control styles maybe just something here to help buy a turn
0: yeah, um, I mean, if it's not your main focus, but it's an option,
1: always, always good. Yeah, it's a decent attack, and it's on a Ralts, which you need because you're getting the
0: Gardevoir, so you never know. Yep, very cool, very cool. Yeah, and then one, one last one, which wasn't anything on this list, um, just kind of as a, as a, my play experience against. I was playing against uh, Maridon. Um and it, in, I don't know if the electric attackers are necessarily there right now, but Maridon or, right right Is yeah. Um, yeah. right um yeah um feels really dirty to be able to set up if it just gets a basic it basically can fill its own bench up um pretty fast with very little effort and and pokemon search um yeah. so that first play you can you can uh ride on for you know two of the two electric pokemon that are basic and then one of those could be, you know, a Flaffy or whatever attacker you're trying to set up. And then the other one could be a Maridon, and then you could do it again, and then just have your bench filled up. Um, feels pretty cool as far as, like, a, a early game setup. Now, does it have the staying power? Um, reg Is Reggie's good enough um, to maybe, you know, boost that damage to make them, you know, viable that way? Um, I don't know, but, it, I mean, it was kind of cool watching, you know, how... Ha- Pokemon just multiply onto the bench with, uh, you know, no real Pokemon search other than just an ability. Yeah. I mean, so consistency
1: and being able to, uh, I mean, well, not maybe consistent, but you have the burst ability of getting your
0: Pokemon out there. But um seems whether, pretty consistent because you could even just, you can even just basically, unless I'm seeing this wrong, you basically get up to four P- pokemon and play with one like um uh what's it called the the, the nest ball right one. you just one nest ball for a maridon and then just maridon whoosh, ability and boom okay yeah
1: so i mean it might be very consistent but then you're basically filling your bench up with what you need at the first turn so maybe not a lot of good adaptability there Maybe to what your opponent again, doing. it depends
0: on what lightning decks want to do. It's still too early for me to really see if, 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 like, uh, like I said, the, the Reggie Alecky damage boost is really going to be meaningful or not. Um, if they have a, a an actual an attacker, um, you know, that's that's like a staple, um, not sure yet.
1: Okay. Well, that that i mean is there anything else you want to talk about meta wise cuz i mean coming out of this one there's not much else deck wise to talk about um no I, I think done was the other popular one that we i think people felt like was
0: going to make a, a... And, and i can see why like i said with the with that early game setup consistency it's just a matter of does it have everything else it needs um like that yeah. viable attacker I think the other one
1: was LeChonk. Well, it's the evolved form of LeChonk. Uh, yeah, I've the Oinkalone. The Oinkalone, yeah. That was the other one that could be good, but it uh, didn't show up in this tournament. But I've seen it do well in other smaller events.
0: So. Right, I think the thing is... like, I forget how much HP. Is it like 230, 240? Uh, this is 260. 260, okay. Well, I mean... Gardevoir seems like just again, very light testing that it can reasonably hit that number um to take the one shots over it. Uh so we'll see if Gardevoir keeps um Oinkalone down. I think against some of these other decks, like even with uh Mew, we saw you know, I I watched like Tricky Jim's video on that one. Um it just doesn't feel like Mew has the tempo and the the consistent um, threat of one shots. Um, it might have one one try, try for that, but that's only two prizes. And then what is it going to do the rest of the way? Um, mm-hmm. So we'll see. And then you know, obviously with uh, Lugia, it's losing. It's losing its like current identity, but with with the with the um, the single strike, it might still have enough that it can it overcome that um, with the Taranotars and stuff like that. We shall see yeah um with that i think that's gonna do it for us this week unless you have anything else my friend no i'm i'm a little behind
1: on the the scarlet and violet testing because i have once again signed up for a regional the day the meta ends right right i I can't fight i can't relatively move on until if i want to give I gotta give everything I have to this this regional
0: I 100% so. agree I only did one game of testing beforehand or of, of you know the next you know going into uh Scarlet and Violet um still really focused on you know the team challenge that's still number one right now for me um after that I'm definitely gonna be more hands on deck and and deep diving into like two or three decks um, but for for you know the time being um still really focused on you know on trying to improve there and then also you know helping you uh, or any of you know any any friends that need help with testing for any of these uh tournaments I'm more than happy to stay in our current meta uh to get some play testing in. But with that being said, I think that's gonna do it for us like I uh, like said earlier, um thanks everybody for sticking with us till the end um and i guess we'll see you guys next week thanks again for listening to the
1: pittsburgh pokemon podcast uh as always if you could do us and future listeners a favor and leave us a like a rating or a review on whatever your podcast platform of choice is it goes a long way to helping out the pot plus
0: jake where can you reach us directly yeah, you can get me at pinux one on Twitter, as well as Chuck at WatchWhimsy. You can also reach us on Twitter for the whole Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast at Pod. Thanks again, guys and gals. We'll see you all next time. See you later.
1: And now it's time for another great recapping of The Last of Us this week's
0: episode. I did, but, like, it's weird. I I enjoyed every episode, but as a whole, I feel let down a little bit. It's hard to explain. I think it's just the the lack of infected.
1: I don't really care. I, I haven't been missing them.
0: I mean, this episode, we've seen zero. Last episode, we saw one the episode before that we saw a bunch the one before that none really and then none and then some then two and then none <laughs> well i guess the first episode there's not none but it, it it's just a different
1: first episode there's a bunch
0: yeah
1: and there's a bunch there's a good amount in two I don't know. Either way. I didn't I didn't mind it. I don't, don't get me wrong, like we could have used I they, they could have found a way to get infected in here and it would have been fine with me, but um I, I understood the the reason why they didn't put him in there because of the why they decided to not do the infected attacking David and Ellie instead. And yeah. Just because The they said like in the either was in the podcast or the thing after they just is like it. If we put a bunch of infected out here, then they that that it's like the looming of there's infected out here, and we didn't want that to be like a background thing that it was like there's a a horde of infected out here looming,
0: right? I don't know, yeah. I mean, I get it, but at the same time, I don't know, it just feels like the looming threat of infected is never really there. Yeah. Um, They
1: probably could have used one in the episode
0: beforehand
1: uh, while they were like at the hospital or something like on their way to Colorado or the the college. Yeah. Like that could have, that could have probably used that, that. And I think, Honestly, my only complaint is to feel like the end is not going fast. I don't want to say they're rushing it. It just seems like it could slow
0: down if we wanted it to. That's the thing. Um, I feel like it was nine episodes uh, for the first season. I feel like it. they could easily stretch it into two seasons of nine episodes if they added more action between. I would have been cool if They ended season one at the end of Pittsburgh slash Kansas City. And everywhere in between, there was more danger looming. It's not even just for the action scenes specifically, but it's just more like. I feel like Ellie hasn't had to do much up until fighting David. I feel like Joel's barely done anything. Like as far as like survival, like badass kind of stuff, and having to do things. Uh, and not to say I'm not enjoying the story because I think the dialogue that they're having between characters, and you know the the human to human danger element, is pretty good. I just wish that there was they're just it doesn't feel like they're, it almost just feels like they're living in a world with just less laws, uh, and less people. But there's no real danger other than other people. And it, it feels like the infected are less meaningful than they they, they probably should be. You, you may be. I mean, I like, mean, that's just again, like I said, I, I still love the show. I think it's true to the story. I think it's true um, to the relationship and the character growth overall. I just feel like there could be more. Looming danger, and it, it almost feels like a safer world than it should be.
1: Yeah, you do, you may be right. I feel like they have hit an emotional heart, like a emotional beat on every episode, and we haven't mm-hmm. really taken an episode off. Not maybe that was like by design. They didn't want to take an episode off, like of hitting, hitting you in in the fields, as they say. But uh, you, I definitely feel like there could be another an episode here and there, one or two of more. Just you know, like okay, here is an obstacle. I mean, this episode, and I know that they like, and it's it's infected. And let's watch like Joel and Ellie get through this obstacle.
0: And I, I know they eliminated
1: seen... a lot like I know they eliminated a lot of like that because like it's a from the video game like well, we eliminate these obstacles because they're just obstacles for gameplay sake. but you could essentially leave one of those kind of things in mm-hmm. and use it for action and and just uh, a way to show,
0: the more of the stuff that they have to do. Right. I mean, like, like, for instance, and since when they were in Colorado, they could, like, they had to get a key to unlock this gate that was preventing them to get into the building. To do that, they had to go, and Ellie had to, like, jump into, like, or sneak her way into a place that Joel couldn't fit into. I believe. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, and then he comes up, and then has to fight a, bu- a bunch of, there's, like, a, there's a bunch of clickers in there. Yeah they go through uh, the that, dorm room. Yeah, they had to go through the dorm room and take and a lot in of infected to find that something I, like that could have happened. There was the college know, kids, and they could have
1: done it up a little bit. Like, oh shit! Like these kids were left here. Like college kids had no idea what to do when the outbreak because that was part of the thing that you could like get a couple notes there and right. learn about some college kids that hold up in the dorm for a little bit. But like that could have been interesting. And that could have made that episode a little bit longer,
0: like right. Like, well, and th- those are far. the those are the micro instances where they could have made it longer. That it could have stretched it into more episodes, where they yeah. could have had more of that. And, and I feel like since they've semi rushed um, this, it, there hasn't been as much danger. So I feel like Ellie is not f- as far along as she is in the video game. I feel like at this point in the video game, don't mess with her. She will take you down, like at the. At, but at this point in the in the show, you know, current Ellie, like even with trying to hunt the deer, is falling on her face, uh, doing this and that. So she she is still coming into her own, but she's not. I don't know. She she feels like she's lagging. I feel like the video game version would destroy the TV version if they were facing off against each other at this point.
1: Yeah, maybe. Um, I, I hear what you're saying on that. On, I, I kind of understand that thought process, but I don't know. Like, I, like maybe they just literally didn't want to take the time off from the emotional hits because maybe that I mean, I don't, I don't know in the grand scheme of things if that would have been good to just have, you know, a little bit of not a heavy emotional hit, but just more action, uh, you know, actioniness uh for an episode and they didn't they opted not for that who knows I, I guess so
0: No, because i overall, we're, yeah. we're going into salt lake city so if they do not show the giraffe i'm gonna be mad they've cut out some scenes that i definitely wanted especially bill's town where where joel hangs upside down um uh, you know some of those so the obstacles they needed to get through. I think they did the David stuff justice. Um, he was creepy, um, way more than the video game version. Um, and you know Ellie having a fight there and the whole whole restaurant at the end was pretty spot on. It felt pretty good there. Yeah. For, um, for that for that boss sequence and that fight
1: that it like that's one of the harder the bosses to fight too. That, it's uh, they, not even it necessary
0: harder, but it's like the scariest one to fight.
1: Yeah, well, it's it, they made it. They made it done. They did it well. They emulated it well, at least.
0: Yeah, I feel like did that that one very well. Um, and then the motion when Joel finds her, I feel like that all was done well. Uh, there's lots of great things about the show. Um, I had just I'm that's my little gripe that I I had, I guess. Um, which is not gonna overall take it away. I just feel like they're game of throning it a little bit and rushing um at the end, well or in this case at the beginning, where they could definitely have a slow burn um and, and really just take a little bit more time to tell the story, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I can understand that. I, I would
1: like that. I, I I too. Um I I I've seen a couple places where they can definitely I think spend a little bit more time there. Um, I mean, David could
0: have even been one in my eyes. Yeah, so this is the thing. Like, and this, I feel like this could have been two episodes because David was probably the biggest boss in the game, right? You don't even see uh, what's her name from Kansas City slash Pittsburgh. Um, I I can't even remember her name right now, Kathleen. No, the Kansas. like that's There's not even a thing. Is... They spent two episodes on a character that wasn't in the video game, but then the biggest bad in the video game, they spent one episode on. What the episode was great, but that's my 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 point is they spent two episodes on a a, a add-in character and only one onto a not I wouldn't say beloved, but you know what I mean, uh, a very yeah. important instance of the game.
1: Yeah. I, I agree with you on that, but I don't know. Well, I don't know how you really expand that out a little bit longer,
0: because I know Joel has a lot more to do. Joel has more to do, but they could have had it at but the it, beginning when David and Ellie had to fight off, uh, you know, a, a zombie or uh, some clickers and runners, um, where there's almost like a a pseudo friendship made out of the hardships that they just went through and they literally both survived um you know a horde um and it, it's a spot that can almost take them together and then they have the whole scene where he's talking about um you know fate and and you know joel killing a bunch of people with a little girl and that, that whole thing happens um but yeah they can almost make it feel like you can trust david at this uh, uh, on the tv version he was just bad from the beginning and you never really trusted him, but if you add something like that maybe there's a moment in time where you're like oh this david guy um not so bad yeah
1: yeah i don't know yeah i mean you definitely had to he had. they had to build the trust over with just the conversation really and then whatever backstory they did right but um not not building it through combat uh, yeah, I mean, I agree. With Build that, it through combat. I
0: mean. We are building this game through combat. Come on. <laughs> yeah, so... I mean,
1: I, yeah, I, I feel like there's been one or two spots where it could have just been a little bit longer, a little bit more action-oriented to kind of, like we've said, you know, hit on the action and, and kind of... Double down on some other things, make it feel a little bit more progressed. Uh, but otherwise, I the story is great. I'm just surprised we're already in Lake City. So
0: I know. Exactly. I'm looking forward I'm, to it. I don't I'm looking forward to it. I don't know it.
1: how it gets told in one episode. Like I don't know how hmm. this whole end of the game gets told in one hour episode.
0: So we shall we'll see <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's gonna do it for us. Um yeah. Yeah.